We are I. What are lectins? So lectins are a protein, a carbohydrate protein that uh, I guess like, and we can wheel it back, you know, to what they are to plants and, you know, lectins are plants, natural insecticide, you know, so they serve a purpose to plants, but they don't serve a purpose to human beings. And if you look at the carnivore diet or a FODMAP diet, like really what you're trying to do is like eliminate lectins from your diet. And that's the one thing that Dr. Paul Saladino, like he really emphasizes and he goes far as to be able to find the foods that, you know, don't have lectins in them or very, very, very low um, amounts of lectins or a way to be able to take the lectins out of those foods, you know, say like by removing the skin or something along those lines. Now, Lectins, when you consume them, human beings can't break them down. And they don't just pass through our system. And that's the problem is that, you know, when lectins are consumed, they bind to the to the membrane, the cell membrane wall and the small intestine specifically, causing a lot of gastrointestinal distress. And because they, you know, air quotes kind of clog up the system, you know, because they're binding to that cell membrane wall, that it really disrupts metabolism as well. You know, so when we look at this, and you know, a lot of the food that we eat, excluding meat is digested and absorbed in the small intestine. Now, if you have, you know, a bunch of lectins, or you're eating a high lectin diet, and it's binding to those cell membrane walls in the small intestine, like how would you, if you logically look at that, if you have, say, a 100 holes, and 20 of them, 10 of them, five of them, 30 of them are clogged up. Well, we all know what that looks like in relationship to a drain. If a drain is semi clogged a little bit, there's going to be backup, it's not going to flow as well. Now, this is exactly the same thing when it comes to our body when those lectins are, you know, clogging up the system the nutrients that we get from our food are not going to be absorbed as well you know but then you peel those onion skins back and saying like well how much nutrients does our food really have in it now so if the nutrient value is less and you're having a harder time absorbing these nutrients where does that leave you and where does that end you up now, again, one of the benefits of, you know, eating, you know, a predominantly meat-based diet is this meat is, you know, lectin-free and also absorbed in the, or the large intestine, higher up in the digestive tract. You know, and then it's allowing yourself to be able to clear out all of that, you know, lectin out of your body. And, you know, I don't, I don't know specifically if there's a known time frame of this cleansing and clearing out process of lectins in the body. You know, but when you have a high amount of lectins in the body, this not only causes, you know, a disruption in your metabolism, this not only causes, you know, a disruption in the absorption of nutrients, but it 
increases gastrointestinal distress. You know, and this is why, you know, like people on a meat-based diet don't experience a lot of gas. You know, and that used to be, you know, something, especially in the bodybuilding community from before is that, you know, you get the air quotes protein farts, you know, but that wasn't actually that it was more people's allergy to the amount of, you know, protein powders that people would consume. And, you know, when we start looking at these things and what we know now is, you know, that fermentation and you know, the petrification of a lot of these products or, you know, just the stagnation of these products in our body. These are what's causing that gas buildup. But you don't get that with, you know, a meat-based diet because you're absorbing it and digesting it higher up in the large intestine. And by the time it gets through your entire um, digestive tract, there's not really anything left. This is the reason why a lot of people experience diarrhea or very low, you know, fecal matter when they're on a predominantly meat-based diet because there just isn't a lot of waste. You know, now when you get into, you know, talking about lectins again and, you know, what this does to the body is it adds a chronic amount of inflammation. And this is one thing that we are always trying to minimize in the body and lessen the impact of is chronic inflammation in the body, you know, because chronic inflammation in the body leads to a cascading effect of, you know, very damaging effects. Like you are going to experience things like arthritis, your immune system is going to be chronically taxed. When your immune system is chronically taxed, then, you know, you're going to be more susceptible to be, you know, getting a, a cold or a flu or a virus lasting longer, the symptoms being more dramatic. But just being run down and worn out because your body is constantly fighting things off all the time. And, you know, this may not be a bug or a virus or a bacteria, you know, but having that static amount of inflammation in the body, your body is always, your immune system is always being taxed. It doesn't get that rest that it needs. And then if you're not doing anything else to be able to combat that inflammation, you know, like sauna, like ice bath, like some of these things, then where does that end you up? You know, but this is one thing when this, this is probably one of those apex topics of, you know, when people talk about diet and nutrition and when the average person says, you know, like, why is it so complicated? And it's like, well, this is this is one of those junctions right now. Like, this is where it starts to get a little bit more complicated because you're not just looking at macronutrients anymore. You're actually looking at the structure of these materials. And yes, it does get a little bit more frustrating because it gets down to that level. Now, how much of these can you consume? And then where does activity play a role in it? Like if you are a lot more active, can you get away with eating these things? Because this is one thing that we know is you can eat a lot of shitty quality food and you can be super active and you can actually air quotes get away with eating some of these things. Now, how much and how little, we don't know. But the one thing that I can tell you is that the average person does not even do nowhere near enough amount of physical activity in a day to even warrant that thought, nor is their, their, the majority of their diet good enough to warrant that thought either. And when we go about our days and with the 
less amount that we do in the statically slightly shittier our diets are all of the time and the lazier we are this is where we have to hyper focus and you know I tell people all the time you know life now is making nutrition and diet super complicated because we are so lazy and we have such an access to so many things that this is this is actually the problem. The problem is not that diet and nutrition is complicated. It's that we used to spend the most of our days moving and taxing our body, which would help physically, which helps mentally and emotionally, which helps with digestion, with helps with the process of foods, with helps with gene expression and turning genes on and turning genes off and allowing our body to be able to be successful. But right now we just put our bodies traditionally in a very dormant state, then inundate it with all of this shit that the body doesn't know what to do with, or we're eating these foods which are a high lectin value. So you take potatoes, for example, which have a high lectin value, and then people are eating things like, you know, mashed potatoes all the time, baked potatoes, hash browns, potato chips, you know, especially potato chips where then you get these, chips that are fried or however they are cooked in hydrogenated vegetable oils. Then you get it from both sides. And then you get the preservatives that are, you know, put on it so that these chips don't go bad or, you know, like the oils don't go bad in the bag. And, you know, then you're getting it from three different sides. Then if you're sitting around not doing a whole bunch or maybe a bag of chips is your lunch or your snack and you're sitting at the office all day. Now you're getting it from four sides. You know, then you're not working out as much because you feel sluggish and, you know, going through those local glycemic dips or, you know, going through that brain fog. Now you're getting it from five different sides. You know, now you haven't done anything for months or years and now you're getting it from six different sides. Like this is the cascading and the snowballing effect of it. You know, and never mind that you get into metabolic dysfunction because you have all these lectins that are just coating the membrane of the cells in your small intestine, clogging up, you know, that perforated system and that perforated system in our body is how the nutrients of the food that we eat enter our body so that our body can be successful. And this is one thing that we have to remember. And this is why it's so important to be able to, you know, get a little bit of information. The problem is, is we get inundated with so much shit information. You know, and what I'm saying today is not controversial. Like this is one of those things that's a mainstay. The problem is, is that it's not sexy to talk about. You know, most people probably listening to this right now have tuned out as soon as they hear what are lectins or what are lectins doing to the body and start talking about metabolic dysfunction or, you know, attaching these where these molecules are attaching themselves to the cell membrane wall and you know it's like the the mind tune starts tuning this stuff out but this is stuff that's really important you know but again just because it's not sexy and not attractive you know sometimes we have to lean into that information a little bit more because these are the things especially nowadays that are extremely important so i'll leave it at that i just want to keep it a little bit more Simple, just a little bit of food for thought, something to digest and some information to be able to kind of let bounce around in the brain and be like, what do I actually think about that? If I type in, you know, like, you know, lectins, metabolic dysfunction, lectins, you know, gastrointestinal issues, lectins, you know, blah, 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 inflammation, what is, what comes up? Lectins, 
plants natural insecticide lectins you know uh humans can't digest lectins you know you type in some of these key searches and you spend 10 minutes going through all those and it's like oh i get it this isn't controversial this is something that is just known and more people need to know and then more people need to accept that so uh question of the day is knowing that you can change your life long term because remember a reduction of inflammation in the body long term is going to allow you to live a, a substantially far better quality of life over time so are you willing to put in five or ten minutes to be able to research lectins to improve your quality of life